Welcome to the Destination Kingdom Podcast. Where one friend sharpens another. I'm your host, D, And I'm Key. So today we are going to be talking about pressure. That is what we chose to talk about today. Just from those pressures of being in a relationship, um, dating with intentionality is a hot topic right now. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just wanted to talk about that a little bit, but also like just the pressures that you may be feeling um, from everything else that's going around and whether there's work or friendships, whatever that might be for you. Um, but we yeah. just want to talk a little bit about what the pressures that we've been feeling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just start. So the scripture that was placed on my heart today was first Corinthians 13, four through seven. Um, and it reads, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. So like I said earlier, dating with intentionality is like a hot topic right now. I feel like every young Christian is like being told to date with intentionality, date with purpose. Um, mm-hmm. And when you go into your dating season, I know for me in particular, I feel like um, I'll, I'll say in my last relationship, I was very set on. I wanted to be like this, like I want to be celibate. I want to do a devotional every day. I want to be praying every day together. I want to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like doing all this stuff like spiritually together and it almost became more of a routine mm-hmm. and not necessarily something that was genuine genuine yeah mm-hmm. genuine. I was like I don't know the word I was looking for but yeah something that was genuine uh whereas in my own time like if I was praying and doing my devotionals it wasn't forced it just kind of mm-hmm. flowed um and so mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not okay. All right, hey y'all. Uh, I'm not gonna say that struck a nerve, but it did. It kind of resonated with something that um, was a topic of discussion within my relationship. Was feeling like that routine of like having to pray at a certain time and having to do this and having to do that, and like like you said, it, it didn't feel genuine anymore. It more so. Um, the word that was used was a chore, you know what I mean? And not to say that that's a negative thing. I think it's just a very real thing that we as Christians don't, don't acknowledge enough. Cause sometimes the praying and the reading the Bible and all that stuff can feel like a chore. Like you don't feel like you want to do it all the time. You know what I mean? Um, and I 100% agree with you about the pressure sometimes of dating with purpose. And when you were reading your um, your scripture, the part about uh, it bears no wrongs, yeah. uh, that is heavy for me in particular because forgiveness is something that I am continuously growing in. Okay, um, I'm growing and he's never going to be finished with me. In that area. Okay. Um, But my particular scripture was Proverbs 10, verse 12. And it says, hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. And for me, what that meant is love forgives. Um, And that's something that 
doesn't just apply in romantic relationships, but in friendships. Because, I mean, Dee and I have having to have had to forgive each other for offenses that we've done. We've had to encourage each other to forgive other friends that have done stuff to us or, you know, other people were in work relationships and family. Um, you know, we, we got sisters, we have siblings. So we had to encourage each other to, you know, let that go. It ain't that, it ain't that deep. Let it go or just move on. Like, you know, your sister got your back. So, you know, like we've had to encourage each other in that. And, um, Something in particular as well as forgiveness is forgiveness for me means fighting my pride. And that pride thing is a big, it's a big deal because for me, it feels like my pride is, it it shows up in my relationships as like a defense. So it's like, you ain't going to play me. I ain't going to let nobody talk to me like this. You know, like all of that, like, I don't. It's not like it's just broad and it's out there when I do that, but it is, it's a certain tone. It's a way that I will let you kind of know, like, don't play with me. You know what I mean? And when I tell the truth and really be honest with myself and shout out to my counselor, um, when I'm honest with myself, it's the defense because it, I'm afraid that certain things will hit on my door of rejection. You know what I mean? And so that's a pressure that I do realize comes with um, dating with purpose and dating with intentionality. It's like you have to face those things early. Um, And that's one of the things I I think kind of going along with what you were saying in your previous relationship. It's like, and you and I, we talked about this. It's like when you're dating with purpose, at least that first year, you're seeing a lot more stuff than you would see if you were dating like how you used to date back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Like you're seeing a lot more stuff. You're dealing with a lot more stuff. And I have that in certain comments from people about, you know, dating with purpose or whatever. But at the end of the day, I would rather know that stuff year one and deal with it year one than be two, three years down the line thinking that this relationship is something that is really not because we haven't taken the time to deal with our issues. You know what I'm saying? Like we kind of been stuck in that honeymoon phase for two years before we even realized, Oh no, this is something I can't live with. You know, you get it to a point where you're like, Oh, you're so focused on dating with intentionality or with purpose that you forget to enjoy your relationship. Right. Right. Um, and so like, while yes, it's important to make sure that you, you hit the deep stuff in that first year or first six months or whatever it is for you in your relationship, it's also important to remember, like, it's okay. It's okay. If, you know, um, we take a step back, like two or three days out of the week, we like always talking about something heavy, like, yeah. You know, maybe we set time out one day out the week and we're talking about something heaven. We have like a really deep conversation. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like we still set aside time to enjoy each other, mm-hmm. to enjoy the relationship, to enjoy getting to know one another. Um I recently um I'm listening to Relationship Goals by Mike Todd. And I like what he said. One of the things that he said um as far as the dating stages go is he was like, what if you give somebody three months to just really like 
dive in, do like a test run, like no commitment of an actual relationship, mm-hmm. but like hey, we both have a mutual interest. And like you just kind of dive into some of the deep stuff, like making sure that your um your relationship and what you see for um your family or whatever with Christ and your beliefs, make sure that they align, make sure that um your your lifestyle is really like your vision and purpose of what you see for yourself. Like, does it align with what they see for themselves? Mm. Um, really taking the first three months that you're kind of interested with somebody, like I'm going to commit to you for three months. But then like after that three months, if there's some stuff in there where you like, nah, like this is just a deal breaker for me. Like I can't do this. <laughs> um, so, you know what? It was good getting to know you. You know, I hope all goes well with you and I wish you the best. No hard feelings. Cause you know, I think we all know like the longer you spend with somebody, the more time like the more you're invested into them. Facts. And so like when once you get so invested, it's harder to like break those ties. So the whole three month idea is like, oh, like we really we already know, like we got ninety days. <laughs> we got ninety days to dive in, really get to know each other. And we're gonna do a check in in ninety days and see if we want to continue forward with something more serious, or if you know what, like it was good getting to know you, but I don't think this is for us. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Do you think that it sounds good, and I think that it's a good principle, and I don't, I'm not, you know, uh, contradicting it in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. But what I am asking is, do you think that that may play more of a part again in the pressure of a relationship because in my mind that is good because if you do choose to get into a relationship with someone you know what you're getting right but then when you get into a relationship with someone and you guys decide okay this is someone that I would like to see if we can progress to marriage with then do you start immediately trying to tackle those things or do you try to go back into light when you just came out of three months of real heavy light? You know what I mean? I feel like even in that three months, it's important to find that balance. So like, Balance is key. Yes. So like, it's a good time to kind of set the tone of what you hope to see in the long run. So like, you don't want to be having serious conversations all the time. Like you don't have serious conversations all the time. Like you and I don't have serious conversations all the time. Right. Like it's some days where it gets heavy and it's like, oh, that was heavy. Girl. But it's also days where it's like, you know what? Like we just kick in and we're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. And so I think even in your relationships, like you need to remember to do that. Like you need to remember to have fun, to enjoy that relationship in those three months, you know? So like you find that balance. And then, you know, you kind of continue that same pace throughout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. I feel like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like when you get closer to, you know, the engagement stage and the marriage stage, then you may have more serious conversations. But it's still important to remember, like, ultimately, like, you want to feel like you you with your best friend, you know? You want to feel like you with your homie. Yeah, so I want to be able to kiki with you, turn up with you, um, but I also want to be able to praise the Lord with you and eventually start a family with you. Can we talk about versatility? Okay, now listen, saints and considering saints, okay? Look, don't get mad because people want to have some versatility in their life. Like, 
I know for me, sometimes I get like, oh, well, this isn't exactly like Christian-y, Christian-y. So I don't know if I can do it, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it's just me like, bro, like, I'm not Jesus. Like, and I have to give myself grace. And that goes back into the perfectionism episode um, where I was just talking about, like, I feel like I got to do everything just right and how that can spill over into my friendships and my relationships. Um, but that I can't do that. Like nobody on this earth was perfect except Jesus. Like nobody. Um, and so that just kind of is like, again, well, like you said, I want someone that I can chill, watch a movie with that I can pray with. And if I ask him to pray for me, he don't sound like this first time he talked to God ever. You know what I'm saying? Um, or if I need some advice, so I'm just like, babe, let me tell you what happened today. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like he kind of can meet me there. Now I will say in my relationship, I am the more, uh, extravagant personality is the best way I would put it. <laughs> um, but I think that that, even though it may irritate me sometimes, I think that it works out though, because I have someone to kind of balance me and I balance them. You know what I mean? But like, I want to be able to have fun with you and be every last bit of myself, the side that people see and the side that nobody sees, but me and Jesus when we're chilling in the house. Kira talks to me all the time and she's like, Hey, like, how do you deal with being, I'm like the calm one. I like, I like it quiet. Uh (laughs) My current boyfriend on the other hand, (laughs) he's more loud in the extravagant personality like here. (laughs) (laughs) And so we talk a lot about, um, she's like, how do you balance that? And I, it's funny, like I picked first Corinthians 13, um, four through seven and the very first part of it and the very first line is love is patient <laughs> mm. um and I've always struggled with patience and so it's like when I got into a relationship like my patience didn't just go away it was just like okay like now I gotta learn how to be patient with this person explain to them like you know like I'm a little bit quiet like hey when I get home you know like if I'm coming to see you after I get off work or like if when I get home like I like it quiet I want to yeah. watch, you know. She do, she do, y'all. I need a good thirty minutes to decompress. Sometimes two hours, but you know, good thirty minutes on a regular day. <laughs> um, to so just decompress. I like it quiet. And Kiera and I used to live together, so she know. <laughs> mm-hmm. We mentioned that on uh, the last episode that we released in Faith Moves about us. Living together and then for the sake of our friendship saying, you know, no. Yeah, yeah. But I love you. (laughs) So, like, I need that quiet. And in order for me to keep my sanity and decompress from my day, I'm like, okay. Like, in in my relationship, I have to express, like, hey, I can't just shut down because that's Uh something that I normally do. It's like, no, like, I need to tell you what I need from you, you know? Like, let me express that, but also let me be intentional and not just saying, like, I need you to be quiet. Like, I need to tell you why I need you to give me that quiet time or that time to decompress. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because like at the end of the day, like your relationship should be your safe space. Like my best friends are my safe space and it's no different from my relationship. So learning to take that in. Um, I had, I was talking to a patient today and she made a point to me. She's married for 47 years. Mm-hmm. And I always ask my patients who have been in a relationship for a very long time or married for a very long time. Like what's the secret? Um, and she gave me the most eloquent answer I've heard. But the two takeaways that I had, the first one was to be kind. So remember your manners. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she was like, treat your partner as if they were a stranger and you want that stranger to think that you are a good person. Hmm, that's good. And I said, you know what? That's good. Because, you know, we get in a relationship and we get a little comfortable. <laughs> and we get a little comfortable and we like to be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, I'm in here now. I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I have an attitude today because I ain't have a good day. But no, like I should still be kind to you <laughs> because I want to continue to show the love of Christ to you. Um, and her other takeaway was uh this was good too. It was celebrate your differences. So a lot of times we take differences and sometimes we're like we don't mesh because of our differences, but at the end of the day, like we're different people. So we're mm-hmm. not gonna same things. We're not going to always enjoy doing the same things. But if we can celebrate those differences and encourage each other in those differences, be there for each other in those differences, then it makes for a long-term, you know, path for That's, good. That's really good. That the that, that, uh thank you Jesus. That just <laughs> this thing to hit my spirit, Lord. <laughs> um but I think that that kind of goes into, I think the gems that we're kind of sharing and dropping right now go into what we were talking about earlier this week is about like, there's a lot of material that teaches you, you know, how to be single and be content. Um, and then it's material to show you of what dating with purpose looks like or what being married with purpose and intentionality looks like. But there's not a lot of material, and I think the closest that we've gotten is um, with Jerry and Tanisha Flowers, uh, Redefined TV. I think we've shouted them out before on the podcast, but Redefined TV, they have a um, organization called Wife Academy, or a program, rather, called Wife Academy, and Dee and I have both gone through that, and I think for me, that was the closest one that truly dealt with like how to be a girlfriend um, and, I, and and even a wife because they gave me like real world scenarios. So like, like D was saying, if I have a hard day from work or he has a hard day from work and we on the phone or, you know, we're meeting up or whatever and we're bringing that with us, the other person has to give grace mm-hmm. um, and kindly either let that person have it or kindly say, babe, I realize that you've had a hard day. Let's take a second. We can talk about it if you want to or whatever. Like give give that other person time and grace to do that. Um, and one of the phrases that came up is um, in our conversation was the Bible says you're a wife when he finds you. Right. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. So you're a wife before you're a wife, but you're not a wife until until you're a wife. So let me say that again. 
You're a wife before you're a wife, but you're not a wife until you're a wife. So basically what that means is you're supposed to be exhibiting, and and this is for fellows too, because we do have men that listen to our podcast. Thank you to all of our listeners. Um, But you are a person worth marrying before you ever get into a relationship. You are exuding those characteristics before you ever get into a relationship. However, when you are in a relationship, not a marriage, but a relationship, there are certain characteristics and things that should be kept until you enter into marriage. And I think for us, especially as Christians, like it's like that fine line because I can't make my relationship match someone else's relationship. Um, because who they're in a relationship with, they might have similarities or they might be polar opposite. But what works in one relationship may not necessarily work in the other. And I think that's more so what we were talking about, that pressure of trying to have the picture perfect relationship. Um, and kind of critiquing like, well, we're not praying enough and we're not doing this enough. We're not doing this enough. And, you know, well, you said this, but you didn't mention God. So I don't know. And it's like, first of all, God said, just not let you be judged. So now that's not to say to proceed with no ignorance, but that is to say, like, sometimes you just got to chill out. You, you just have to. And I'm talking to myself, you guys. Sometimes you just have to chill out and stop trying to make everything be what you think that is supposed to be. The key is when Christ is in the middle of it, it's going to work out. Whether you guys are meant to be together, break up, stay friends or go separate ways for a little bit, come back together, whatever. Like when Christ is in the middle of it, you're going to be okay. And that's the key that I think we need to rest in. And then take personal inventory of, okay, this is what I definitely can handle in my relationships and friendships. And this is what I cannot handle. I think that's really good because we've said this like several times on the phone with each other. And now it's like, you know, like you really have to do in your relationship what is best for you. So like a lot of times we we, you know, compare our relationships to other relationships or we compare our friendships or even compare our personal lives to other mm-hmm. people with social media. And so it's like, you really have to sit down, you and God, and y'all need to figure out what is best for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, God already knows what's best for you, but you like need to be in tune with him so that he can reveal to you what's best for you. Um, and even in your relationship, like if you have that relationship with God and whoever your partner is has that relationship with God, like God does not, he's not a God of confusion. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing and tell the other person something else, you know? And so a lot of times, like, as long as that your partner's talking to God, you talking to God, like, when y'all come together, God should be telling y'all the same thing if that's the person that's for you. Right. Um, and so I think that's something important to remember. Like, it's so hard not to compare and not to try to keep up with the Joneses. But nobody tells you the behind the scenes of what dating with a purpose looks like. Yeah. And I think some people try to do as best of a job as they can, because like I said, and like Dee said, there is material out there for it. Um, But you also have to keep in mind, too, that some of that is going to apply in your relationship and some of it is not. And I think it's a, an important part to say, allow you and that person to grow together. And that's one of the things that I've really had to 
except is that I'm not a finished product. So I don't need to expect my friends, my man, my mama now, nobody to be a finished product. Um, and as long as it's not things that diminish my walk with Christ or are just downright disrespectful, then, you know, I can I can work with you. I can work with you on some stuff. You know, if I have peace in, 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 in moving forward with you, we can work through it. We'll be all right. For the most part, like, I think the important word there was peace. Like, if you have peace from God, mm-hmm. like, as long as it ain't none of your deal breakers, like, you can work through that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, I can work through this. Like, it might cause me to have to do some work. Oh, and this is another good thing. Like, when you're in a relationship, a God relationship, <laughs> like, trust me, it is a mirror for you. you who you really are. And a lot of times you like, oh, you noticing all this stuff about your partner. But sometimes it's like, I do the same thing. So I can't really be mad at you because, like, you don't do your devotional in the mornings when you wake up every morning. <laughs> like, I don't even do the same thing. But today I'm choosing to, you know, judge your relationship with God. Like, mm-hmm. the self-righteous conviction of mine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that it's just. The overall message is that you really have to sit down, you and your partner, you and your friend, you and your coworker, whatever that is, whatever relationship that is important to you, really sit down and what is it that I need from you? What is it that you need from me? What's the deal breaker? What's a no-go? And, you know, if none of the deal breakers are present, then it's like, okay, it's some work that we can do together to make this actually work for us. You know, I think that there was um, a pastor and he he said this. He said a lot of us in our generation are practicing a breakup culture, right? Like, OK, you don't you you did this. so I'm out or you said this. I'm out. You ain't do this. So I'm out. Um, but he said, but we're leaving relationships and we have no biblical standing as to why we were leaving. And he correlated that. Um, to when you are in a marriage or a long-term commitment, like D and I right now are in a long-term commitment because not only are we friends, not only are we sisters, but we are now business partners. Like there are filed documents <laughs> with our names on them. And so it's not easy to just walk away from something when you have a commitment. But if you have the peace of God at, before you proceed it, and if you take inventory to make sure that there is no biblical standings that are truly being broken, then you have to decide then and ask the Holy Spirit, like, okay, Lord, I I, I need your help getting through this. There's no real reason for me to stop being friends or to, uh, you know, get out of this relationship or whatever the case, but I cannot do this by myself. And I think ultimately that's where he wants you. He wants you to know and recognize I have, excuse me, I have uh, matured you, but you still have to depend on me. You still have to come into my, my presence and let me give you what you don't have so that you can go back out there and do what I have instructed you to do, how I've instructed you to do it. Going back 
excuse me, um, where you said the pastor said we're in a breakup culture mm-hmm. because I feel like that's something me and my boyfriend have talked about. It's like we're the generation of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. We're the the generation that gets tired of waiting when the food is taking too long, like or mm-hmm. Wi-Fi is moving too slow, or this person is driving too slow in front of me. Um, like we are the generation we want things quick, we want them fast, and we want them our way. It's a very selfish nature of our our not. I won't say everybody, but I think the overall generation, like we are very selfish in a lot of ways. And it's not a lot of willingness to compromise there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to get to a point where, again, like you hit on earlier, you die to pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you die to pride. And you are able to love those in your life that are important to you with the love of Christ. And the only way you can do that is to die to self and, you know, be committed to being that person for those people being able to love them with patience, kindness, grace, all of that, all of the things that God does for us, like we should be able to do for other people. Not saying it's going to be easy, not saying it's going to be perfect, but at least we can try, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. I think we said a lot. I think we dropped uh, some little nuggets of wisdom. And I kind of want to do something uh, to take us out a little different. Um, I just want to say a prayer over everyone. I just feel really heavy in my spirit. Uh, I don't know why, but I just want to pray for everyone. So uh, deep by your head, please. Amen. (laughs) Dear Lord, we just come before you right now. Just first of all, just saying thank you. Thank you for sending your son to down across for us. Thank you, Lord God, for just letting us know we don't have to be perfect. Um, and we're we're going to get there, but it's an everyday journey and we have to take your hand and let you guide us. Um, Lord God, I say a special prayer for all of our real friends out there. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm just heavy and I feel like somebody's going through something, but I just ask, Lord God, that you show them the way, that you help them to place all of their burdens, their their worries, their concerns on you and let you just make their low light. Um, I ask that you give them peace, that you give them understanding, that you give them wisdom and guidance. I ask that they invite you and that you show up in every relationship, professional, romantic, family, friendships, um, anything, Lord God. I just ask that they invite you into it and that you show up you show out, you make your presence known like the big, big God that you are. And Lord, we just honor you. We love you. We praise you. Um, in your Christ Jesus Son's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we out, y'all. Y'all make sure to like, subscribe, uh, leave us a review. And shout out to everybody that's been promoting us, that's been listening, giving us feedback. It means the world. Like, Dee told me that there's somebody at her job that knew our our, uh, release schedule. (laughs) Shout out to you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) She did. She did. And the other thing is, um, just so y'all know, because I think some people haven't caught on to it, but she did. She was listening. She was a faithful listener. So shout out to her for real. But um, 
Yes, we will be releasing an episode every other Wednesday for Real Friend Wednesday. So Wednesday is our day, Real Friend Wednesday. Um, and for all y'all that don't know, all y'all faithful listeners, y'all are the real friends, okay? <laughs> hey, if you are listening to this podcast, you are a real friend. You are a real friend of the podcast. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And we will talk to you all in two weeks. Bye. Bye.